Hello, Juniata Nation. This is your host, Tom Frank, with an important show update. We're going to be releasing new episodes every other week throughout the summer with special alumni guests. So stay tuned and get ready to enjoy some great conversations with past players, coaches, and friends of the program. And if you have a great idea for us, don't hesitate to drop us a DM on Instagram at Juniata Basketball Show. Until then, check out this replay of one of our favorite moments from the past season, live from the Palestra. Go Eagles! I'm Tom Frank. I'm Biz. I'm the head coach, Greg Curley. And this is the Juniata Men's Basketball Show. Buckle up, listeners. This is going to be a far from regular show. We took the number one D3 podcast on the road this week to the historic Palestra in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The following are excerpts from the day, starting at an outstanding pregame happy hour at the Misconduct Tavern. Special thanks to the big crowd that came out for the event and to the tavern. I will tell you right now, quite possibly the best wings I've ever eaten. We'll then head into the arena to capture a little of the game vibe and finally wrap up with some fun post-game interviews. The audio may be a little crazy at times, bear with us, but we were in a jam-packed bar and later live at the Palestra. But if you're a big Juniata fan, it will be well worth it. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for helping us hit the 1,000 Instagram follower mark while we are live from the Palestra. And thanks again to the Landmark Conference, and in particular, the commissioner, Katie Bolvich. Absolute first-class experience. And now for the show. Hey, hello, Juniata Nation. This is Tom Frank. And this is Biz. And we are live here in Philadelphia. We're getting ready for the big game at the uh, Palestra with Juniata versus Elizabethtown. Less than three hours. Less than three hours. And uh, we are here at the Misconduct Misconduct Tavern. Misconduct Tavern. Which we chose entirely for the name. Exactly. And uh, we got a good crowd here. We got got Juniata people over on the side here. We're going to get some of them in in here. We have uh, some Moravian people who played at 12 noon, the girls' team. They're, they're over here at the bar with us. And we are going to have a special guest, the, the GM of the uh, Misconduct Tavern, who is a bit of a historian about the Palestra. He's going to join us in a little bit. We're, uh, we're wearing our Juniata shirts. We'll be giving away some of those shirts uh, at the game today. But Biz, what are you thinking? We're here in Philadelphia. Tom, Philadelphia. I mean... I got all the way down here, and like I've been telling you off the air, I'm on this diet. I can't even eat a cheesesteak. But otherwise, I'm excited uh, as hell. No cheesesteak for you. But we do have we, have we have a beer and a cocktail. Oh, yes. So if anybody... Cheers. cheers. Now, now, we are missing our third member. We are. Uh, Coach for a Curley. good reason. Yeah, Coach Curley is, um, we're assuming, somewhere in a locker room, um, getting the team ready, getting yes. them fired up, getting them hyped up. Hey, I'm fired up. You know, How about that, you, Tom? I am fired up. I'm I'm excited to walk into the Palestra. It has to have been twenty years, easily. Easily. Since I know I've been there for yeah. I mean, the last game I would have been there would be a Penn State basketball, probably an A10 tournament game, right? Probably, probably. Or, or, you know or, or what? A I Temple think, or a Temple or St. Yes, Joe's. I think they played there when I was in at Penn State as a student, and I believe we made a road trip up here for it. You may not. No, have, I, I may not have because you would have been down. South. Yes. I probably haven't been here since high school, which would be in the late 80s, early 90s. That is, yes. That's a long time. That is a long time. I'll tell you what I'm excited for, too. What are you excited about? This place remind, is going to remind me of Rec, Rec Hall. Hall. I was thinking and the exact Rec same Hall thing. Rec Hall was one of the best places to watch a basketball game. Absolutely. And, and you know what else reminds me of Rec Hall? Greg Curley. Remember how he had his one seat right behind the bench, and I think that launched him. The, the, the rest of us ran around and had fun 
and mostly watch the game, but yeah. not always. But he never left his seat. Always was concentrating on the game itself. Yeah. And you know what? I think it worked out. For him. I think it did. Yes. I think it did. The rest of us are still clowns, and he's a very serious coach. He is a very serious coach. Very serious coach. With a little bit of a sense of humor. Yes. So, Biz, tell me a little bit about your trip here to Philadelphia. You came you came across the state. I came, came across, I mean, one side to the other, almost literally. Pittsburgh yeah. to Philly. Pittsburgh to Philly. That was a good drive, you know? You got Once you got off the turnpike and city traffic, but I guess to be expected, right? And, and I, and Easy I, drive. I think that you had a lot of people coming your way. Uh, I would believe so. I was, I was hoping to run into some at a rest stop or maybe I was really hoping to catch the team bus somewhere. Yeah, he didn't but see the team bus. How, how, wonder how early the team bus got here. Yeah, probably early. This place has a lot of history. Oh, it does. And and now, if I'm if I'm remembering right, there's five schools that typically played at the Palester. The Philly Five, right? The Philly Five. So we have yeah. Drexel, St. Joe's, yep. Penn, yep. Temple, yep. and LaSalle. Yes. All right, Villanova was never here. No, I don't think Nova did play at the Palestra. We're going to check. I'm going to use my crack you're research. Gonna, you're going to check it out. Come on over here. Sit down. We got our first guest coming on. He's got a Junior Atta. Oh, there we junior go. Junior football. All right, oh, you got to yeah. squeeze in tight here so you can yeah. get on the live. All right, here, I'll move Scoot, down. Move hey, down. Move down. <laughs> All right. All right, who do we have here? Uh, my name is Gage Anzlevich. Uh, my brother is actually on the basketball team. Oh, okay. His name's Cade. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, All right. yeah. You, are you at school at Juniata? So I am actually one of the intern football coaches there. Oh. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. let's talk here about yeah. football. Now, <laughs> I, I did. Okay, so I, let me tell you my football story about Juniata. My son is a quarterback in high school. Okay. And I said, hey, you got to start looking at some schools here. What about Juniata? Because we know Coach Curley really well. And so he goes, okay, let me look it up, Dad. He looks it up. About two seconds later, he says, Dad, um, they were 0-10 last year. And you got beat 70 to something to something at one point. So tell me about the year. Let's hear about the year because maybe a young team? Oh, very young team. Okay, very okay. Young team. A, lot of, a lot of young guys, a lot of inexperience. Yeah, you know, speak right the, into there. A lot of inexperience, and, you know, the nice thing is that they have that. And, you know, yeah. It, I mean, you guys probably know what it takes to win, like, a basketball like yeah. any sport game. Like, it is very difficult, right? Yeah. Um, so, with football, it's learning from what it takes to win a high school game to winning a college football game. Very it's different. a whole different animal. You're looking at four different games from your opponents and, like, trying to figure out what they do well and what we do extremely yeah. well. And, like, obviously they're going to try and counteract that. So, you know, them getting that experience and learning all that is huge. Um, you know, and then just kind of everything with that is, like, we're going through the head coaching transition right now, and we're obviously really excited. For, I was going to ask you, so is it a new coach? That came in is coming in this year, or did he, was he there last year? So, yeah. So the old head coach, he was he was hired right before COVID hit. Okay. Like it was like I think it was February, and then March, obviously COVID, and then yeah. so they didn't have the 2020 season. They had the 21 season, and then this past year. Um, but now we're looking for that new leader. Um, but we're really excited for whoever it's going to be. Um, you know, I know. Could it be you? No, definitely not. Definitely not. All right, so tell us your story now. So, you, did you go to Juniata? No, I did not. Where'd you go? I went to Kenyon College out in Ohio. Okay, I know where so Kenyon. Similar, you know, yeah, yeah. high academic kind of environment. Yes, yeah, same and, thing. And so your brother comes here. Yep. yep. And how did you get here? Um. So my wide receivers coach at Kenyon. Yeah. Came here and is now the special teams coordinator in recruiting 
uh, coordinator as All well. Right. Okay. Um, and they were looking for an intern, part-time guy, whatever. So he called me the one day because I'm gonna be honest. I graduated college. I had no idea what I wanted to do. <laughs> no idea at all. You aren't alone. I still, no. I'm still not 100% sure, and I've graduated a long time ago. <laughs> um, but, so he called me the one day, he's like, hey, there's this opportunity, you know, would you be interested? And I was like, heck yeah, I was like, oh, look, you know, give it a try, why not? Yeah. Get, get me out of my house. Um, so get me in, out of my house. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we'll put that between you guys. So yeah. I, uh, I actually ended up applying for the graduate program at Juniata College, got in. Okay. Um, so I'm also pursuing my MBA at the same time. Oh, good. As, That's awesome. Uh, coaching. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun, a lot of work, a lot of long days, but, you know, it's a, it's a good time. And so, and so you made the trip down to Philly, your brother's plan. What do you what do you think of this team? This team is what? What are they right now? Ten and four. Ten and four. Yeah. yeah. Ten I and four. On the way down. Three, uh, three in a row in the conference. I mean, they're rolling. They're three yeah. and zero oh in the conference. What? Give us your, give us first your outlook for the season, and then I want a very specific prediction for today's game. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So my my look, I think they got a really good squad. Um, I know a lot of these guys have returned. I think they have one senior. It's Rigby, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. He's the yep. only senior. So, like, there is a very bright future with this team. They got a lot of young, good players that they can build around, and they're just winning ball games right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, they're, they're kicking so, some butt. Yeah. The coaches are right. They're winning despite their coach. <laughs> but, yeah, no, sorry, right. Greg. We're just kidding. Yeah. We love it. So you know Greg, you're part of the coaches, uh, okay. all the yeah, coaches I've run now. Yeah, I've been into him like two or three times. Yeah, right. just kind of a hey, what's up, just in passing. So but I haven't really. Now you walk into his office, and you say, "I've been on your podcast." Yeah. So you know now you guys got something going. I'll, I'll let him know. Yeah, yeah you absolutely let him know. Hundred percent. Sure. All right, so we're, we're we're looking good so far this season. Give us your prediction for today. How's today going down? Today, I, I don't really know too much about Elizabethtown. I know my brother from his sources that he's told me that E-Town is normally a pretty good program, everything yeah. like that, but with the way they've been rolling recently, I think they can 100% come out of this with a win. The boys know that they're going to have a good crowd out here. and you know, I think it's going to be a pretty good crowd. I'm yeah. seeing a lot of Juniata people around. Yeah, I walked in here and that's all I see. I, yeah, I, 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 we, we get full credit for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we, we told well, people to come. Here, Did you? Is that why? Instagram yes. That. Now, do you know the history of the Palestra? It's a very famous place where we're sitting now. I mean, think of the coaches that have come through. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I bet you John Wooden came through. Had to. Had to. Yeah. And if not, he did. He did now. Yes. Yeah. And now they got the all-time famous Greg Curley walking in the building. Oh, walking yes. in the building. Yeah. I like this guy. I think his all-time record here is 0-0. It is. Yeah. So this could be. This could he be could something right here. He could be undefeated. Yes. I wonder how many coaches are undefeated at the Palestra. I don't know, but we're, we're going to have probably one today. One. We're going to have one. Yeah. Yeah, there will probably be four. There's four games today. <laughs> but he'd be one of four. He would be one That's of four. Good. That'd be pretty good. So eat lunch. Thank yeah, you for joining. You're the you first so guest. Much. We just set up and you first, walked in. Right. We have a comment. Chad Allender. Do we know Chad? We, we know, know Chad. Chad, yes. I'm just kidding, Chad. Wait, Villanova? All right, we'll take your word for it. Is he a Philly guy? He is a Philly guy, but right. I, I, I don't know if I'm agreeing with Chad because I think Villanova well, played guys, on the I mean, outside. They went to college together, so you can uh, you can fight that battle. I, I, might, believe you, I Chad. might have to fight that battle, but maybe he's right. We'll, yeah. We're gonna we'll do our research. Chad, keeps sending us information. Yeah. Thanks again thank for joining you, us. Yeah, thank Thanks you. for coming. Love you guys podcast. Uh, All right. The hey, good on luck. Instagram. It's awesome. I see big things for football. We'll have you on me for the football. Oh yeah, football season. All right. All right. Wow, that was outstanding. Look at that. All right.
we got a packed house here. People are enjoying their food. It looks good. I'm I hoping think we may need uh, may need something for bringing all these people in, right? I, I like do. A think. free set of wings or something. May. All right, I'm still doing Palestra research, and it's, I got the Wikipedia page. Hosted more games, more and more NCAA tournaments than any other facility in college basketball. The Palestra? The Palestra. It's wow. right here. I swear to God, Wikipedia, right. Wikipedia never Wikipedia lies. Says it, then it has to be true. Absolutely. So that's outstanding. This is the mecca of college basketball. We are, we are no doubt we are the, mecca. At the mecca. Speaking of Chan Allender, though, I did one time uh, here in Philadelphia at the old Spectrum. The two of us got called down into... I got a good story for you, Biz. Let's go. I'm listening. Chad and I got called down into the halftime show. And it was me versus him racing an electric car on on the uh, on the floor of the Spectrum. There's a history with you and cars and arenas. And arenas. Wow. All right. And uh, we, had to go, we had to go around the uh, floor two times. Okay. And the winner, I think, won some kind of... I don't know, Verizon or whatever it was, gift card. Yeah. Chad did get an early lead on me. Okay. Uh, after, the first, after the first lap, he kind of slowed down. I don't think he paid attention to the directions. Was he perhaps looking at cheerleaders? I don't know what he was right. doing. But he was a little ahead of me, and uh, I thought maybe I'd just cut across the court. And I did. Like yourself or the car? The car. Okay. I cut across the court, and I, I took the lead, and I went in and won. And nice. it was announced the winner. Uh, Chad, to this day, oh. still is in disbelief that they did not throw up a, a penalty on me and, and was still protesting and probably still is to this point. But I am the champion. What did you win? Uh, Do you I, don't know, like, I don't remember what I won. But like it's, a phone or something? It or? was more the honor of winning. Well, I mean, yeah, that's obviously the, the main draw. Yeah, and it was, it was live from the Spectrum, I believe. Wow. The Spectrum. Does the Spectrum still exist? I don't think it does. Did they I, knock it down? I think so. Yeah. I think huh. so. Well, that's outstanding. And you know what? While we're on the air... Yes, I'd like to see it. Here it comes. As you may know, and I still... Well, I'm not going to protest it because we figured neither of our teams would ever win a regular season conference basketball championship. And that would be Penn State and Virginia Tech. So I think a couple years after we said, let's make it the postseason tournament. Postseason tournament, that's right. Katie, if you're watching or listening, I think we need to talk. I think the regular season champ needs to have the NCAA berth. Not the uh, not the postseason. Anybody oh, I, can get I 100% hot. disagree with you. Nice. I, I you think, think yes. I so think, you think when Greg yes. went 20, he won the regular season, mm-hmm. and he did all that hard work, and then a fluke loss in the postseason, and he's not in the tournament. Yes, and here's why. Right. Here's Tell my me why. yes. I the regular season leads you up. Le- leads you to your seating. Okay. For the tournament. Yes. And then, and now. In specifically in the Landmark Conference, only the top four teams get in anyway. So I will give you that. It All is right? a limited tournament. It's a limited tournament. You're playing to get into that tournament. The number one seed plays the number four seed. I think it's totally valid that the winner of that tournament moves on to the big tournament. And I think that goes for every major basketball conference division, one, two, or three. I do not think you should have an automatic berth if you win the regular season. I think that gets you the number one seed in the conference, conference, but you have to win that tournament to move on to the next tournament. All right. I'm in 100% belief with that. What I will do is I will buy it for the Division 2 and 3 level, but I do not buy it for the Division 1 level. I could not disagree with you more. Well, that's why we're here. We still love it. That's right. 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 So now... now, Because And here's why. Because... 
A, I'm about to give you $50. Yeah, so that really I'm irritates me. Very excited about this. B, like, that takes away that takes away field position or tournament positions from teams on the bubble that should be in because the 13th seed just happens to get hot. That's, that's, uh, that's, see, that that is know. the American way. Now, I will say that I don't mind every tournament champion or every league champion having a spot because I think that's awesome. Oh, but I totally agree with that. I also, I, I just don't like it, you know, unless you tailor the tournaments down like the landmark does where, you know, you get... You only get the top four? Let's go. No I mean, way. The, year of, the time of participation trophies is over in my mind. You can't like that. I know you can't. I you don't, might, though. No, I don't like the participation trophy, but I am still a big believer, a tournament to get in a tournament. Now, NCAA, if you're listening to the show, which I know you are, I would also do away with the four play-in games. Absolute See, waste. Nobody like the Nobody play. picks wow, them on their brackets. Awesome. Okay, well, it's you're a, right. Nobody watches them. The only people that watch those games are the people that go to those four schools, and I'm not sure they even watch them. So here's what I'm going to say to that, selfishly. That's like a really good way for Penn State to get into the tournament. No. Penn State, get in. Actually, Penn State is on the rise. Coach Shrewsbury, yeah. I know you're watching. You may be playing right now, but I'm sure somebody's watching for you. You're going to do a hell of a job. I really like where Penn State Hoops is going. Do you? I do. I love mm-hmm. it. All right. But anyways, so yeah, without let's... further ado, I said I wasn't going to give you this until I actually saw you. It's not pennies. It's a crisp $50 bill. I appreciate that. Bet. $50. Thank you, Virginia Tech. Yes. All right. That's going to. That was a big moment on the show. That was a big moment. Wow. All right. And again, we are at the Misconduct Bar, Misconduct Tavern, here in Philadelphia, right across the street from the Palestra. We have the honor of having the. Are you the general manager? Is that your. your, And what's your name? Are you allowed to say? Okay, I, I mean, I, I took you seriously that you might be on the run, <laughs> that you might be on the run right now. They're all cleaned up. All right. So we are here at the Misconduct Tavern right across the from the Palestra, and you are kind of a little bit of a historian about this place, a right? Bit, a little bit. A little bit? So I, I was there when I was in high school for a summer league game, and um, I grew up playing in Philly, um, and I lived five minutes from... Franklin Field down south. Oh, yeah. Well, I drove by Franklin. Yeah. Franklin has an entire history of itself, yeah, too, right? This place is incredible, yeah. Yeah, it where, looks um, like it's still cool, it yeah. Vince um, uh, Lombardi lost his only playoff game there uh, before the Super Bowls when the Eagles won their only championship yeah. in 1960. So the, how long did the Eagles make that their home? Uh, I don't know exactly, but before... Before the vet. Is that well, right? Definitely before, before the, vet? the vet, and then I think they... Uh, JFK or somewhere? So you think they went from Franklin Field to the JFK to the vet and then then to Lincoln Financial now? But that's where it all started. That's where it all started. So we are. They threw the snowballs at Santa. Snowballs at Santa. Oh, I always assumed that was the vet. The guy was apparently filling in for somebody and he was hammered. And back then, guys were like, I talked to old school guys who went there and they they would just bring flasks and they would get hammered. And apparently they, they got pissed off. That guy was drunk. He was stumbling, and people just that's great. Just firing snowballs at him. That is fantastic. <laughs> a funny thing that I learned. So we're I'm from Pittsburgh. Okay. Okay. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. But you know Franco just passed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were talking about back in the day, like you could just after the game, anybody could come out of the stands and go on the field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was an unbelievable free for all. Yeah. There. 
It's crazy. That is kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy that they allowed yeah, that. Sure. Yeah. So while we're here, real quick, yeah. Eagles all the way this year? Of course. Now, how were you last night? Did you enjoy watching uh, the Jacksonville game? I was drunk. Okay. <laughs> so Jacksonville now, won. I saw. Um, I remember that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because well, most people might not have seen yeah. that. Twenty-seven, yeah. nothing. And I was, I was, I was exhausted too. I was, I just had a couple of drinks. Yeah. Peterson. I was, dr- I was guys, exhausted. You guys still love Peterson? Yeah, Dougie P. Yeah. I mean, anybody wins. Yeah. Anybody who wins a title, they, they're That's good. Right. I, I was actually rooting for Peterson. I like him. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I, I think a little he's bit a of a nerd, but he's a nice guy. Yeah, nerds win sometimes. <laughs> That's right. He won a Super Bowl. I don't care. That's he right. Do whatever he wants. Now, who would you rather play? Because you know, you doesn't could. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't you. matter. How about which day? Because I'd like to beat the Steelers, though, because I uh, hate the Steelers. Good luck. Good luck with that, man. Uh, we're far away from the Super Bowl. Honestly, if if everybody plays their games right, and you know, if everybody stays healthy. You know, it, with Lane Lane going out, you can see the difference in the team. Is he going to be back next week? I believe so. All right. I believe so. Uh, Georgia? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's, he's, a, he's, he's a, a beast. He's a big boy, he's a big boy too. I think he like swallowed one of the Steelers running backs. That was it. He was a third stringer. All right. Now, you need to tell us a little bit about the history of the Palestra. This is a uh, famous building. Yeah. it's I believe it's 96 years old. Uh, I was just there for the Penn State game, like I said, and it's, 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 it is, it's, it's. You can tell it's 96 years old, but it's not. It's not like Ryan Down either. They do a great job. That's what we love. When you walk into the bathroom, it's going to remind you of like uh, your elementary school bed. Like it is. (laughs) There are no frills. It is a wooden door nice. and white bricks. That's it. That's it's, all you it's need. Awesome. It's awesome. How many how many people does this place hold? It's yes. funny. We looked we looked last week when we went to the Penn State game. It said ten thousand. There's no way. No, it's small then. Yeah, there's no way. I think I think when I googled it, I said I think it said five, but it also I did read something that said ten. There's no way. It fits there's 10. no way it fits there's ten. No way. History though, the one thing we just said earlier is it's still at this time that's hosted. The most men's NCAA yeah, tournament yeah. games. Which is insane to me. Still. And they haven't played yeah. there in 50 years, something like that. Yeah. I would love for them to come back and do that. So I said to my buddy, because um, the place was electric last week. Like It was? It was, it was electric, oh, so yeah. Well, I know Penn State was yeah. there every year. Yeah, they, I, they think they I think they are. I think they are. And they should, yeah. It was electric. You so could did, feel the atmosphere. So now, does Penn, does Penn still play there? Oh, yeah. They yeah, play their yeah. home yeah. games there. Yeah, yeah. Is any of the Drexel? So the Big Five. They do. Wait, can like you name the big five? Because we had yeah. a controversy on this. Well, it's Who? because some people don't consider Drexel in the big five. See, now I are. do consider they them. Yeah. Now, do you and Villanova's not in it. Yeah, Villanova's yeah. not in the big five. Hey, Chad. Wait a minute now. We had a we had a we had a we had a listener who said we're going to take that so we can get our. I said Villanova. Yeah. LaSalle. LaSalle. St. Joe's. St. Joe's. And Penn. Yeah, so I'm trying to Vill- Because Villanova's Sorry, not in this city. Villanova's out in yeah. the uh, little it's rich area of uh, Philly. It's a whole different world out there. Yeah, right? different world. Yeah, we don't do line, that. Yeah. The main line is different. Main line is very different. <laughs> um, all right, so give us give us some of your your favorite moments from the Palestra. Uh, when I saw Kobe and uh, Rich Hamilton in high school. So Wait, Rich Hamilton? Each other? Yeah. Oh. So Rich Hamilton went to Coatesville, okay. which Ooh. is a little, little ways out. Kobe obviously went to Lower Marion. And I played against Rich Hamilton when he was a junior, and he was 6'2", and he was ranked like 75th prospect in the country. Wow. In that summer, he grew four inches. He came back a senior year, he was 6'6", six, six, and he, he became like, no, he did not. He never did. And he shot up yeah. the charts, yeah. you know what I mean? He outplayed Kobe for three quarters, 
and then Kobe just went full Kobe. And I the Kobe's the a little younger, right? No, they were the same. So oh, they were the exact same. I believe so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because Kobe came out of high school, Rich went. To yeah, college. I guess that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, and then Kobe, the fourth quarter was unbelievable. That place was. I mean, he was high fiving people, hitting. <laughs> he hit, I think, three straight threes in the third, the fourth quarter. I couldn't. Even he did a backwards dunk. And just running down, just cool as, cool as a cucumber, just high five people. It was, That's it was, cool. it was a show. That would have been so it was a show. That would have been something. And I said to my buddy, I was like, "This kid's gonna be a Hall of Famer." He's like, "He's 18, relax." I said, "He's gonna be a Hall of Famer." Well, you wrong. called that one. I did. Yeah, it was easy to see. He was, he was incredible. Yeah, he was incredible. We're gonna take another break because we got wings, we got wings. right in front of us that look fantastic. We're here I at the wait. Miss Conduct Bar in Philadelphia, getting ready for the big game at five o'clock. Juniata versus Elizabethtown. It's going to be good. Keep checking back with us. We'll be back on next up on the show. We have some parents of the players, so get ready. Let's get Until then. All right, Juniata Nation. We are back again. We are live. Oh, man, the people just keep coming into this place. It's fantastic. We have another guest on the show. I'm excited because you are our first ever winner of our t-shirt contest, correct? I was. Yes, All right. Was. This, this is, and get your full name. Mary Lapatina. Mary Lapatina. I always say your name wrong, but now I have it right from the direct right. source, Lapatina. Okay. We are excited to have you on the show. Thanks. I'm excited to be we here. We got in the background, hey, you got to get those signs up. Hey, what's I mean, this is like this is like game day right here. We got, we got, we got faces in the, this is game day. That's I mean, right. Yeah. This is outstanding. So... Where are you coming in from, from the, for this game? So we're right outside of Philadelphia in Collegeville. All right. So you're not, not far at all. You're not far at all. This is perfect for you. Great. We're very excited. Yeah. So so give us your thoughts on the team so far. Have you been to... Oh, now, I'm loving it. Do you get to every game? I think I have been to every... Maybe I was not at one. I think one game I haven't gone to. Only one? Both home and away? Yes. Yeah, well, we didn't go to the ones, uh, the scrimmages out in the beginning of this. That yes, was, it's like, a scrimmage. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't. Yeah, we didn't make it out to Buffalo, but yeah. yeah. You, you don't yeah. need to go to the scrimmages. <laughs> yeah. That's outstanding. So what, yeah. do, what do you think of the team so far? I'm loving it. I'm yeah? loving it. I think they're a great team. They're gelling really good. Um, I love how close they all are. They yeah. all played really well together. I'm loving it. So here's what we have to ask you. Now, both of us grew up with Coach Curley. So we've known him since... We know Coach Curley on a whole other level. I've known him since kindergarten. That's how long we go back. So when he's recruiting your son, we need to know about this experience. How did he win you over to come to Juniata? Now, okay, let's rewind. Tell us a little bit about your son's high school career and what his choices were when he started thinking about basketball at the next level. So I'm going to be honest with you guys. Yeah. The funny thing was, my husband and I thought he was going to be 100% baseball. Ooh. He played baseball and basketball and okay. did well at both. Yeah. We kind of put like a lot of our money, a lot of our thoughts more into baseball because he was a really phenomenal pitcher. Yeah. And he was already getting some looks. And we had gone down to Florida, and he did a couple tournaments down there. Anyway, long story short, he came to us in his junior year. He had a really, really good year. And he's like, I want to put 100% into basketball. I don't want to do baseball. Wow. <laughs> so that kind of was shocking you to you. No. Right. No. I, my, no. My husband might have cried a little bit. <laughs> yeah. We love basketball, but we just thought he had a better chance. We were a little nervous. We weren't sure if yeah. he was going to have a good chance with basketball. 
Um, but he did. He put 100% into it, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah. So coming out of high school then, so was he recruited at multiple places? or what, How'd that whole process so go? So Tyler's experience was kind of hard because it was the year of COVID. Like 2019 Ooh. to 2020, yeah. it was really the height of COVID. And then yeah. he went into his senior year, 2021. So they really were, the coaches couldn't come out and see him play. Did they, so then did he ever did he ever miss a season? Or did they no, end up playing? They were every- able to play. They played with the masks oh, on. Which I think yeah. is crazy. Yeah, they no, they, I think we shut down March of his junior year of high school. Okay. Right? So that the basketball season so was already finished. Yeah. 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 And then when they started back up the following year, they just had to wear masks. But there was like no, they weren't allowed to have, a lot of the places they weren't even allowed to have fans. Yeah. So a lot of the games we either had to watch on TV or some of them we got to go to, There was it was us, the parents could come, yeah. but not a lot of fans. Right. Wow. So it was hard. So... How Junior Adam? How did you get to Junior Adam? My son was amazing. He made himself up a, like a, a highlights playlist. Or, there you yeah, go. Play, not a playlist, but you know, like all his plays. And I think he sent them out to some of the coaches. And I think some of the coaches had known um, our head coach. At, he went to Perkiomen Valley High School. Okay. So um, I think that's how it's done. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually how his coach did it. Yeah. Greg, he, I mean, he was a six man at our high school and he just. He knew he wanted to play, and he sent tapes out. Right, right. That's how how we did it. So he sent it to Juniata. Yeah. Tell us about the process. So, did you do you get a call from Coach Curley, or how? Oh the hell, what's gosh, the process? you're how asking the wrong girl. I wish my husband was here. You can you I can make wild. I how it actually started. I do will say that at the time, his assistant, um, Coach Flegel, who okay. we loved, he had come out and seen him a bunch of times, and okay. then my husband had taken him out again because of COVID. They, he went out and saw the school when no one was there. Yeah. So that was like really hard too. A lot yeah. of the college tours he saw, no, their students weren't there. So you were like literally having a one-on-one tour. You're walking around a ghost town, basically. A ghost town. It was, like, scary, yeah. And so my husband went out there with him, and he walked around and um, met Coach Curley then, talked to him a lot. And, yeah, my son was in with Junietta probably from the get-go, loved them, like, wanted to commit immediately. Oh. And my husband kept on saying, like, let's wait, let's wait, let's wait and see. So were there any other schools in consideration? So uh, probably a close second, he would probably tell us it was Lycoming. It was between Junior, Junior, which, which is, is going to be in their conference as excited, of next and year. And he's excited about yeah, that. That yeah. is pretty yeah. cool. So Lycoming yeah. would be a lot closer from there, right? Uh, I don't know. I think it was kind of equal. It was equal. Yeah. Yeah. So how's he he liking things so far? He loves it. He loves loves his teammates. Like I said, they're such a great group of kids, and they get along so well. There's not one bad kid in the bunch. They're all so nice, and he loves them. So that's what, like, you know, it's tough. It's really really hard it's yeah. hard being up there at Christmas time when nobody's yeah. there and um, but it's the guys that get them through like yeah. he loves that that's outstanding yeah alright so we're here at the Palestra yes. have you ever been to a game at the Palestra yes I grew up right Went to my husband and I both went to high school in Philadelphia so oh. and we were at Catholic school so a lot of the Catholic championship games would all be at the Palestra okay. so my husband's yeah. super excited yeah I mean this yeah, is he cool. went to Roman Catholic I went to Hallahan they're the two schools yeah. in the area okay. so. I mean this is a historic gym that we're yes. about to walk into yes. this is exciting that yes. they have the opportunity Opportunity to even play here. Yes. So yes. that's pretty cool. Yeah, right? not, not wasted on us at all. He did not. He, did not. he tries to tell my son that he did, but no. Wreck. <laughs> I do the same thing. Hey, we, played, exactly. we played really good wreck basketball. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah. Outstanding. <laughs> um, so, all right, you got to give us a prediction for the game. I think it's going to be tough. I think I was just talking to them because when you guys say, I listen to your shows, and when you guys say, you know, um, you take. 
took Junie out of the other night, and I think minus eight, right? Oh, yeah. she knows yeah. this, right? Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, you were, I see yeah, I and I was trying, try, because I, 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 I ask, and then I forget. But anyway, but yeah, they I reminded me. He so. was a loser in that one. I was. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be Junietta, but I think it's going to be like, so what tight? do I say, like minus four? Like, I think. Well, that, I think no, I no, 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 wait. The like, line I feel is like minus we're four. only going to win by four, so that means. That's, the line is four. And the line is four. So are you going, are you going Junietta or Elizabeth? I'm going Junietta. How can you not? Yes, I have to. I mean, minus four would be a push. And get yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not right. No, no, no. Anyway. No, I think it's going to be tough. It will be tough. Yeah, because Moravian was a little tougher than I think I thought it was going to be. Yeah. As a mom, I said this was not as stressful. Uh, this was more stressful than I thought it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, that was a lot that tighter was a than we thought. So it was a very good game. Big road victory. But it was. It was huge. Yeah. And but Tom, it was a little stressful. A little bit of news on here. Yes. It looks like our friends at Catholic lost the <gasps> Ooh, breaking news on the that podcast. That's huge. So right now, Juniata sits atop the league at 3 and up. Yeah. Wow, yes, that's Catholic awesome. And Catholic will play right afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, so that'll be kind of interesting. I don't Should know if we we're, stay in heckle? Uh, uh, we might heckle. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't Half know. Of yeah. uh, one of the boys on that team played... Um, basketball against my son in high school. No oh, against him. I thought you were going to yeah, say no, oh, against him. Against him. Yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. So we are here at the Misconduct Tavern. Did you have the wings here, by the way? We had the wings. They the were wings phenomenal. were fantastic. Oh. Yep. I've never had wings where the meat falls off the yeah. bones before. It did. <laughs> like in a big chunk, too. In a big chunk. Oh, oh, yeah. So good. It's so good. And we'll be right back. Teams across the Landmark Conference, from your world-class athletes to your staff and most loyal fans. Jostens partners to celebrate your championship across the organization and beyond, all centered around the coveted championship ring. Check out Jostens.com today for your Jostens championship experience. And now back to the show. Junior Nation, we are live. We are now in the Palestra, one of the most famous basketball arenas in the country. Biz, this is exciting stuff right here. Tom, man. This is outstanding. outstanding. This is what it's all about right here. We got uh, we got a lot of Juniata fans behind us. We got our Juniata Eagles right here. They look excited. They do look excited. Saw the coach early before the game. He's ready. He, uh, he seemed a little nervous. He me. did seem a little nervous. This is a big time game. This time. is a big time game. We went and checked out the Juniata locker rooms. Um, the locker rooms at the Plester are like from the literally the vintage. Vintage. Maybe what, 1920s? Let's just say that uh, it's going to take these guys like a day and a half if they all want to shower after the game. <laughs> it's one shower, yeah. one toilet. And, Although I guess uh, the guys that don't play don't need a shower. I, I guess not. Yeah. I guess not. I'm literally at midcourt, yes. press row. I'm literally like a foot off of midcourt. Uh, we're we're going to be able to grab the basketball. I'm going to be talking to these refs yeah. the entire game. We may we may try to get, get one of them on the, on the show. Face. Uh, let's see if we can get one of them on the show right now. You think we can get one of them on? Hey, uh, referees! I mean, it's a big game. It's a big game. Have you have you guys? Have you ever refed in this building before? No, you haven't refed in this First building time? before. First time. Thanks. So you're from the Landmark Conference, right? Landmark All right. Conference. All right. Hey, let's get a good game. If we see any bad calls, we'll let you know. And we'll be removed very quickly. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, we're looking at Coach Curley right now. He looks very serious, very stoic, very ready for the game, a little bit nervous. I have a feeling this team is going to be ready for this game. No, I do too. There's no doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. We had the uh, pleasure of talking to uh, Miss Latina. Yes. At the, uh, at the we, at our great host. We had a great host for our pregame show, the Miss Conduct Tavern here in Philadelphia. Absolutely fantastic. 
yeah. huge shout out to those guys for, host. for hosting us for and the uh, the unofficial pregame show here at the uh, the Palestra Junior Outerverse E Town. We are getting ready to roll, folks. Stay tuned. We're going to be live throughout the game. Ah, oh, what an atmosphere. I can't wait. Great atmosphere. We got a lot, a lot of big crowd from Junior out of here. We do look behind us. They're all sitting behind us. Let's see here. Let's see the Junior Nation. We are live as we do the introductions from here at the Palestra. Got a blackout. This is cool. Three at the ball. Back to Mason Hardy. Hardy's kind of that field general out there. He's like the glue, Tom. He is. Hardy pick and roll, looking for Ustad. Not available. Back out. Uh -oh. oh, steal by the Blue Jays. Wide open down the court. Get the bucket with five go, seconds. Go, go, go. 33-28. We got a buzzer beater. Buzzer beater by oh. Ustad. No. Oh. And we're at halftime. We got 33-28. End of the first half. It was a hell of a halftime. Good half. Good play. Eustead leading the way with eight points. Zero fouls, though. That's a key point. That is a huge lift. Basketball is a uh, game of runs. It is. So Blue Jays have to make a run here. They're still down 13. Yeah. With about a little bit over six minutes left in the game. 351 left. I like, I'm liking oh. this more now. Back to Gabe, back to Mason. Mason with the ball. Oh, putting a little pressure on Mason. Oh. Nice handles by Mason. Oh. Over to Conway for three. Oh, now that's a big three for I mean, that crossover, that was about a ridiculous dribble from Hardy. Blue I don't know, Tom, it's a little early, but I'm, I'm smelling player of the game over there. Oh, dip it down to Rowe with another, with a nice basket. 62-45, three minutes and 25 seconds. We got a dunk. Put that dunk down by Eustace. Juniata students, if you're listening, that is one D for the dunk meter. Oh, good D there. Nice D. Nice D oh, by that's, That might be the exclamation point. Fantastic coach, Curly. Biz from the uh, Juniata Men's Basketball Podcast. Um, fantastic game. So, obviously, this place is legendary. Legendary coaches have won on this floor. Now you're one of them. Now that the game's over, and I know it's one game and the conference, but take a minute to reflect on that. It's actually funny. After the game, we have some uh, numbers we put up on the board. I turn around, and I, 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 we use a lot of quotes from Pete Carrillo and uh, Princeton, great coach. It's probably in that same locker room, probably 40 times. And, uh, so that, you know, I, and I said maybe Red Auerbach was here back in the day, whoever. I just threw names out. And I said, I wonder if they use his whiteboard. I don't think they use whiteboards back then. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's super special. It's cool. Uh, my brother, Kevin, is the head coach, Nick Daniel. They play here, too, and he won. So right now, Curly Brothers are 2-0 at the Palestra, um, which, is, which is a lot of fun. Um, Chase, you had a dunk. We loved it. You dunked. Kobe Bryant once dunked here. How does that, uh, how does it feel now? <laughs> All right. All right, Junior Adonation. Nation, we have with us my personal player of the game. I mean, everybody played well tonight. I mean, everybody I agree played with you well. on that one, Tom. But I mean, uh, we have Mason Hardy. Hell of a game. I thought what you did really well, and I want to hear from your perspective, is they started pressing a little bit, yeah. and what I like about your game is you control the game. 
you might not score the most points on the team, but you control the game. The offense runs through you. What did it feel like to play at the Blaster? You know, it felt amazing to play at the Blaster. You know, I've been here a few times. I know the atmosphere is pretty crazy. But, yeah, just going back to that, that pressure stuff, you know, as a point guard, I really feel it's my responsibility to make sure the team is where we're supposed to be, taking care of the ball. And I, I really try not to let, you know, other defensive guards speed me up, like to play at my own pace and just make sure we're running fluently as a team. So this, this is a game at the Palestra, but it's also a big conference game. Yeah. And you guys are now, what, 4-0 in the yeah. conference? Yeah. Who do you, on top of the conference. On top of the conference. You're now, yes. you're now in first place in the conference. What do you got to do moving forward to, to keep this intact and to go after and win the Landmark Conference? I think if we defend and rebound like we played today, you know, we have a really good shot. Yeah, at halftime, we only had two turnovers. You know, it got a little sloppy in the second half. But, you know, it all starts with the defensive end. I mean, I, I think they only had 40-some points maybe. You know, we're keeping teams to, to really low, low numbers, and if we can continue to do that and, you know, exploit in our offensive mismatches, I think we can really be, be good this year. I mean, as we always say, and Curly always says, Coach Curly to you, I guess, you guys are the, the hardest-working team in Division Three basketball, and you play solid defense week in, week out. I mean, that's great. So, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. So what do you got? The thing I notice is offensively, you guys are always cutting to the bat. Like, somebody's always coming to the hoop. Like, how, do, how does Greg, Coach Curly, teach that? Like, what do you guys do? I mean, I guess it's a mentality, but yeah. – it's also the, you know, you yeah, got to so, execute it. Yeah, so from day one, right when I got here last year, you know, they, they instill, you know, our basic offense, screen, second cut, relocate, and it's constant motion. And, it, you know, out of that, there's there's plays to drive, as you can see, plays to kick out, you know, get your own. Obviously, it's not just passing, passing, passing. But, right. you know, I struggled last year as a freshman. It took me some time, you know, and once you get comfortable and in the, in the flow of things, it's, it, it becomes like a habit. So, like, when I'm out there, I'm not even thinking about it. It's just a habit. Pass, screen, cut. That's Try awesome. to find the open guy, open area. I'll, I'll tell you, man. I mean, you guys, they got it within 11. Yeah. And then it was like three straight possessions. Cut, pass, cut. I yeah. mean, and that was it. Yeah. That ended it right there. Yeah, and, I, you know, Curly emphasizes a lot, you know, playoff penetration. So, you know, when I get inside, I'm always looking for the extra pass. Because, you know, I, I want to distribute. I'm going to score when I'm open, but I want to find the open guy and and. I think we did a really good job that tonight. You did. I'll tell you what, if you felt like you were uncomfortable last year, you're not uncomfortable anymore. No, you know this offense, you yeah. play it well. Great win, yeah. great game. Let's keep it rolling. Yes, sir. Yeah. Appreciate we look forward to the rest, man. Yep. Good luck right. to you. That was Mason Hardy, point guard for the Junior Eagles. Great game. Let's Wait, keep it you, going. Mason, did you sit at all in this game? Uh, I sat for a few minutes in the first half, not in the second uh, half. I was going to say, until the end. And it was great to see all the guys get on, too. Uh -huh. I mean, you got to feel yeah. good for, yeah, of course. hey, man, you I know, played. I have a stat at the Palestra. I got in a game at the Palestra, exactly. so that's awesome. Exactly. Well, good luck, man. you got a great bunch of guys. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right. All right. That was Mason Hardy, point guard of the Juniata Eagles. Boom. Thanks, man. <laughs> we, got, we got some special guests now. We've had Mason Hardy on. We've had all the Latinas on. Yes. We have had uh, a football coach on. Yeah. Uh, we did. We did the whole second half play by play, which, by the way, was fantastic. Yeah, we have it recorded. And we recorded it because yeah. we're gonna send it around. It's it that was. good. Yes. It's it that good. And now we got not only the head basketball coach, who is our, who the is our third winning head game winning head, who's yes. also our, our 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 third host of the That's show true. normally, but yeah. he's gonna be a guest for right now. Right. Yes. And then, and then we have Katie back. The, uh, the the head of the landmark just conference. Just provided some sweet swag. So we got some swag, an incredible event here. So we're gonna start with Katie. Katie, 
I know we got one game left, but we've had three in the book so far. How, how's it going? What, what's your what's your take on the whole event? Um, it's just been a really awesome event for the players. I think their parents, the coaches, all the institutional staff, everyone just is so grateful and we're thankful for Penn for allowing us to, to borrow their facility today, even though they have Princeton tomorrow. And um, yeah, can't wait for the fourth game. It's been outstanding. Yes. I've, I've loved every bit of it. We're in the famous Palestra. We've, we've been walking around, checking everything out. I mean, we are in a place with some major history. Yes. And Coach Gurley just got his first victory here at the Blaster. Hopefully one of many to we come. We learned at the uh, post-game press conference that Curleys are 2-0. Curleys are 2-0. His brother yes. also got a big one. So, Coach, give us a little bit about what it meant to play here for you and just give us a little bit about the game. I mean, was, I mean you guys know. You were probably here, too. Uh, growing up, Blaster uh, was a cool place for us every year. Penn State back in those days played his name 10. They hosted their conference championship uh, here. So my whole family, uh, my dad, my brother, my uncle Mike, uh, my uncle Terry would meet us. Uh, my uncle Tim obviously is working here. We've come watch everything. My uncle Mike's buddies. Um, we had a good time, let's put it that way. Always a good time. Right here in these upper bleachers, and we'd watch every game um, from start to finish. It's a big part of why we do what we do. Um, so it's really special. Um, and I said also in there, this building was built by the same person that built the Rec Hall. So it's exactly the same setup. And so It know, is the same much, setup. I never really thought about that until I was here. Um, it's just a really special place, and it means a lot. So, I mean... Can I tell a quick story about that? Yes, please. Oh, yeah. We have many Palestra stories. Oh, there's a lot of Palestra stories, but please, hit us up. As I said, my uh, Uncle Mike was the ringleader of coming to the Palestra, and he had a bunch of buddies that would would come with us, too, and there was always tailgating involved with whatever athletic event it was. But one time we came down here a little early, and this is, you know, 40 years ago, so campus was a little bit different, but all I know is we took the wrong turn and we're going down a, a cobblestone walkway. The next thing we know, flashes let out at Penn. We were Ooh. driving right down the middle of the road of a, of a walkway with all the students. Uh, so uh, yeah, I remember we started honking, waving to like, yeah, let's go. And Penn you're driving right down the middle of the road at Penn yeah. University. And I'm not sure. Now, this was 40 years ago. It was a long way to go. So uh, hopefully everybody was all right. I was a little guy. A lot of weird luck with cars. A lot of family stories. Um, yeah, it was just a great experience. And, you know, that's what really, being a ball boy at Penn State, and my brother not being around it, and being in the gym all the time, going to their practices, is really what got us into this and really what inspired us to do it. So it's cool to kind of go full circle and have the chance to be here. All right, so we got one more game coming up. We got Catholic, who now sits behind you with one loss in the conference. They lost the other night against Goucher, who you've already beat. What do you? What's your take on this upcoming game? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, obviously Catholic's really good. Um, you know, Goucher struggled a little bit out of the start, but I think they got some talent. Be interested to see how the game unfolds. Uh, we just need to stay focused on us. You guys know how it goes. We're talking to the coach. I mean, my only concern right now is turning around. We had a quick turnaround to play Susquehanna on Wednesday. Now, they've been off since Friday, so they're going to have a little extra prep time. Uh, we start classes back on Tuesday. So there's kind of a lot being thrown at us, so we got to handle our energy levels, and we're going to have to be really mature about what we're doing. Um, and this is a huge week for us uh, to be at home now in Susquehanna and Scranton. 
so we gotta we gotta kind of pick up off this and, and hopefully play our best basketball the next few days. So we got two home games in conference, Susquehanna Scranton, both at home, both in front of the students. This will be the first conference game. Let's get the students back. We need the students back. Hey students, if you're listening, put a little bit of a, a check mark on the dunko meter. Yes, we did. Big dunk by Usted in the second half. Should have had two, actually. Yeah, but you know, I'm not who's counting. Uh, give us a little preview of this week. What do we got coming up? Like I said, I mean, it's this is uh, Susquehanna is you know defending champ. They play like champions. Um, they, they carry themselves like champions, and it's that old thing. You know, if you want to be be the champ, you got to beat the champ, and you got to definitely beat them at home. Uh, I have the most respect to Coach Rosinic. Um, he's been there you know, longer than I have. Heck of a coach, he'll be super well prepared. And, you know, we just have to keep getting better. One thing we got to remember is only four games into the season, into the league season, we got ten more games left. Um, you know, this stuff is decided in late January, early February, not right now. So we have to stay focused on improving uh, and continue to get better. Uh, but we're going to have to play exceptionally well to have a chance to win either game. Scranton's also very, very talented in those five. Outstanding. Katie, any last words? Great event. Wait, what's next? What's the next big thing for the Landmark Conference? Man, I don't know. Uh, taking tomorrow off and <laughs> sleeping a little bit. Um, you know what's exciting though, I think everyone's so amped when we settle down, get some feedback from our coaches on how the, how the event went and hopefully get to dig in and commit to next year. I think that's a really high priority right now, um, be able to give those other teams that weren't here today something to look forward to in 24 and um, yeah, we're excited. Biz. So now now that this is almost over, Doug, what, are there plans to do anything like commemoratively from the teams that were here? Are you doing anything like that as far as, you know, like, I know you're doing reels and things like that. Is there anything going out like that? Biz just gave me a great idea about doing commemorative plaques for oh. the teams that might have one today so great. great job free yeah you know that is a great idea just with how special and they do have a palestra logo with the we're looking at it right now um that'd be pretty cool so thanks tell uh some of your finders fee uh and, zero uh, <laughs> your, your, my finders fee was these passes which were awesome yeah so, that's a good idea cool biz Yes. We've been here all day. We have. We started off at the Misconduct Tavern. Which was, hey, Best Wings in America. Best Wings in America. Great, yes. great place. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Who knew there were three of them, so we apologize for the Usteds. Oh, hey, Usteds. I mean, check the website out. We did have their address yeah. right on we there, Usteds. just found out if Biz starts at the Misconduct Tavern, he actually comes up with some good ideas. Hey, you put you know? Biz at a tavern before a game, me, it's uh, always going to be good. Hey, <laughs> give me one glass of scotch and I can come up with it. So we've been here all day. We're ending at the Palestra. Yeah. It's been it's been a fun day. It was awesome. Uh, hopefully, when we put this all together and people are hearing it, it was loud in here, but but hopefully you can hear hey, us. Tom. Hopefully it's good. I think after this, we're gonna get over a thousand subscribers. We, we are right, we're right nine, on the end. We're right on the edge of a thousand. Yep. We're getting awful close. Something I believe. Nine ninety something. We went live all can day. Can we get ten more? Come on. Come on. If you're yeah. listening, hit us up. Make sure you're following the show. Biz, this is Tom Frank. This is Biz. This is the head coach, Greg Curley. Commish Katie Boldness. <laughs> Outstanding. And that's our show, live from the Palestra in Philadelphia. 
We are out. Follow the show. Send us your thoughts on Instagram at Juniata Basketball Show. Let us know what you think the show. And please subscribe to the Juniata Men's Basketball Show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a rating on Apple and spread the word, Eagles Nation. Here we come. Until next week, I'm Tom Frank.